You should have seen this thing Rachel sent me. I, uh, I'm gonna send it. Hold on. Where is that? You know how we had that whole thing about, you know, let me get a bacon, can and egg and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup? Sure. Look at this thing. She was able to read this. And then I started thinking like, like, it, she looked at it and it just made sense to her. She just read it like the same way, let me get a bacon, egg and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup. And I don't know what's not connecting in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I think I always go for like, I don't know, I go for maybe, I assume it's going to be almost like a shortcut or like the vowels missing, but it's not, you know, I don't know. Do you see it? Can you read that? Yeah, I cannot. Like, at all. Like, right? Like, Corey, anything? What am I looking at? <clears throat> uh, bring it up now, sorry. Bring read this, you, you're fluent in... Yes. Depresso. There's not an S. There's a, there's a P there. Depresso. Yeah, she doesn't know what depresso is, right? No, I don't. I don't know what depresso is. I don't know what that is. But can you read that? Looks like something birthday. What? <laughs> Do you want me to tell you? Sure. You're it says. Right now. Okay, it says I love you so much, but I don't know how to tell you. But I know you don't love me back. And I somehow read it, and I like I just did like immediately as a go. And I said to Jackie, and I was like, "Do you know this?" <laughs> and you don't know who Kevin Costner's. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No. I'm sorry, but I don't think I cursed the whole entire show. But what in the world? <laughs> it's the first letter of each word in that sentence, but still, yeah. it's like. I love you so much, but I don't know how to. I don't know how to tell you, but I know you don't love me back. Yeah, I'm too old. You can't read everything. <laughs> just that's why I just want to put like, just make make a sentence, and see if she can read it. I want. I'm gonna send her like. The New York school's main offices were open <laughs> the morning after the 2001 <laughs> NFL draft. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I feel about it. Not all of us can be fluent and depressed with Jackie. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. I still have no idea what depresso is or exactly how Jackie Rachel doesn't know who Kevin Costner is. Before we get back to Act 2 and Act 3 of The Morning After, and what will soon be known as the first ever and only performance of the improvised Act 4. Just wanted to quickly send our regards to the family and the fans who were touched by the work of the late Chadwick Boseman, who starred as Jackie Robinson in 42, Vante Mack, in the film that we discussed on part one of the podcast, Kevin Costner's Draft Day, and also his breakout performance as the Black Panther in Marvel's Black Panther 
Infinity War, and Endgame. So as Kevin Costner would write on that folded yellow piece of paper in draft day, Vontae Mack, no matter what. So let's get on with the show. You don't know Jackie. What are the Skulls going to do at their press conference? I can only imagine. Dun, dun, dun. All right, so now, music now it's like Wilder and Pinter. Yeah, I know. Now we, well, I know. Is it just Wilder and Pinter? And then oh, Beckett no, it's also Beckett. Yeah, and then there's Wilder and Shaw. Maybe we have to say who it is before we read the person. Now, um... Oh, Pinter, right, the owner of the Skulls, that rich a-hole. He wanted them to take the the guy, right? He didn't care about the getting flack over him trying to murder somebody, <laughs> basically. And, uh... I guess I was in a weird mindset when I wrote this down. Wilder is the moderator. Interesting. So the owner's coming to open the press conference. Corey, <laughs> I liked how you were doing Harry the intern as kind of like nervous and like... <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if that was an acting choice. So now I'd like to see how you do the uh, owner, Pinter, to see if it's any different. Oh, crap. You got to give me a big, big part. Oh. <laughs> so I'll set you... I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll um. I guess I'll let me set the uh, act one, scene two in the press room. Beckett, Miller, Pinter, Weber, and Isman are sitting down at a long conference table with nameplates in front of them. Wilder is standing at the podium. About five feet away from the podium are two rows of chairs for the media. The media are sitting in folding chairs with one chair empty in the front row. They can be plastic or cardboard or whatever. <laughs> Kidding, I just added that myself. <laughs> uh, let's see, the lights go up. Wilder says, I would like to welcome the media and the millions of fans watching on television to the New York Skulls 2001 post-dress press <laughs> conference. First, it is my great pleasure to introduce the owner of the New York Skulls. Randolph Pinter the third. Mr. Pinter, will you be making a short address and will unfortunately be unable to take questions from the media at this time? Once again, Randolph Pinter the third. <laughs> Thank you for coming out today. I would like to express I my thought Corey was going to make Corey do that. <laughs> oh, okay, Corey. I mean, take it away. Probably, I mean, it's better if you, well... That's the question of what you think is better. <laughs> Thank you for coming out today. I would like to express my dearest apologies for all of the players in the draft who were not lucky enough to be picked by the Skulls. The Skulls! <laughs> Over the past, yeah, the Skulls have had some hard times, but I have faith in my staff. We as a franchise believe this year's draft Picks can and will contribute both in the short and long term. Players of Charles Ispin and Ryan Weber's ability will help our team immediately. We hope Ispin and Weber will be able to match the potential they showed as teammates at Florida State. 
At this time, the Skulls are in negotiations with all the draft selections and remain free agents. Due to our struggles over the past two seasons, we should have an easier schedule, and with players like Ispin and Weber starting for us, we expect nothing less than a, sport, than a spot in the playoffs. <clears throat> we as a franchise should not and will no longer accept losing. Both our GM and coaching staff will work harder and, than ever before and bring the franchise back to glory. Before I hand this press conference over to our great player, our greatest player ever, GM John Beckett, I will remind our fans and tickets that tickets go on sale next Thursday at 10 in the morning at the stadium. <clears throat> we hope this, this, next, this time next year, when the media comes to the 2002 post-draft press conference, I will be able to greet them with the words, defending champs. Pinder sits back down and Wilder goes to the podium. Wilder, uh, yeah, see this, next we will have the team's general manager speak, followed by the head coach. Then he will have a short question and answer segment for them. General manager, John Beckett, the floor is yours. I'd like to point out, I mean, I guess I'll play Beckett again and then you'll play Miller again. I'd like to point out the clearing the throat. That's written in the script. Corey did perfectly where he cleared his throat <laughs> as the, as the, um, the owner. Uh, okay, so Beckett, the, G, the general manager Beckett now. Okay. Uh, like Randolph said, thank you for coming. First of all, I would like to say we are delighted that we are able to draft two impact players at two positions we have been weak at during our struggles these past two years. Our first-round selection running back, Ryan Weber, will improve our running game for the next decade. Weber ran for 3,700 yards in college, while our running game has been averaged to say at best. With our second-round pick, we hopefully picked up a player that should have gone in the first round. Quarterback Charles Isbin has shown to a lot of potential during his time at Florida State. In the later rounds, we were able to improve our defensive line with pass rushers. Devin Albi from Syracuse and Edward Snyder from UCLA. We are hoping that both Albi and Snyder can compete for starting positions this upcoming season. I will let Coach Miller explain his plans for the upcoming season. Thank you, John. I believe we have we had a terrific draft and hope to see each of them in a mini camp next week. Over these past two seasons, the team has underachieved, and I take full responsibility for our struggles on the field. Some of you guys in the media think the Skulls have become the fools of the New York sports scene, and during my stay, you might have been right. But things are going to change, and they better change quick, or I will more than likely not have a job. It has been a rough last couple of years for the franchise. We hope this draft and some of our veteran talent can put it together. In my opinion, last year was a disaster, but the potential of the duo from Florida State we have, we hope to win at least eight to nine games. We hope to improve the team through some more possible trades. Uh, Wilder says, we will now take a few questions from the media. Coach Miller, in Pinter's address, he stated that both Ip Ipsen and Weber would start the season. Do you agree? 
The owner has his opinion, but to me, Dan Wilson is my starting quarterback, with Ibsen having a chance to beat him out for a job. As of right now, I would say Weber has the inside track for the starting running back position. Corey, yes, then another question. Miller, what makes you think this team can improve so much with no real change? And why keep Wilson as a starter after he threw 23 interceptions last season? During the last few weeks of last season, the defense and offense started to play as a team and actually won our last game convincingly. Dan Wilson did have a lot of trouble last season, but played well two years uh, before he tore a ligament in his shoulder, which should be fully healed by the start of the preseason. John Beckett, how long do you think it will take for the Skulls to get Ibsen and Weber signed to contracts? And do you think the team will be willing to go after big-name free agents? Hey, uh, Joseph. Uh, Weber uh, could be signed by next week, and Ibsen will hopefully be signed shortly after that. All of our draft selections are required to be at next week's minicamp. Regarding free agents, we will bring them around 10 guys within the f- next week to look at them. Coach Miller, do you fear that you need to have a quicker start or you could lose your job before the end of the season? Now, when you ask these questions, they're different people. I think you should change your voice around for each person. Oh, like, Coach Miller, do you, you know, do. <clears throat> Coach Miller, do you fear that you have to have a quicker start to your, or you could lose your job before the end of the season? John, this should be a day to look forward to the future of the organization in hopeful and in a positive way. If Mr. Pinter thinks I am not the right man for the job, It'll be his decision to fire me. We'll take this season like every game I did as a pro, one at a time. Enter Ross Goldstein. Uh, Suddenly, a a short, out-of-shape man in his mid-50s runs in and takes the mic. Whoa. What? Is that what it says? No. It takes the open seat in the first row. Okay. (laughs) I thought he was going to take the microphone. I was projecting. (laughs) Who, who, um, wait, I'm trying to get to the, who just came in? Uh, Ross Goldstein. Oh, the Daily Bugle. Yeah, or the Derp. Can I, is the Daily Bugle, like, in Spider-Man or Superman? I think it's in (laughs) Spider-Man. Okay. That was, like, I'm guessing at this time it was purely by accident. Purely by accident? Like, I thought I wrote the New York Times, but I wrote the Daily Bugle? Now, change your voice. Do a woman voice for this question. This question is for either... No, 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 no. Go back. You sound like a man still. This question... I don't have a woman's voice. (laughs) Yes, you do. You're asking a lot of him, Jackie. This this question. Do a voice like that, you know? (laughs) You're already a woman. It's not hard (laughs) for you. It's not fair. (laughs) Yeah, but I could do do the man... This question, you know? (laughs) This que- He's got to get his range. This question is for either GM Beckett or uh, Coach Miller. After the assault charges were dropped against the star wide receiver, Bernard Jackson, will he be on the team this coming season? Or is he uh, one of the guys that will be uh, looking to trade? Uh, Miller steps up to the podium. Matilda, as of right now, Bernard is on the team. With the possibility of a new starting quarterback and running back, he will need a great player to throw the ball to. And Beckett steps up. 
Before we take the next question, I would like to say that Jackson has been our best player for the past five seasons, and I hope management will agree with my opinion. Also, Matilda, you said that charges were dropped. So let's give one of the top five players in the Skulls history a second chance. Um, do you, like, let's say, like, um, maybe a, um, an, I- an Irish person's interested <laughs> in the NFL, and they're going to they oh at the press conference? This is a question. Well, the guy's name is Goldstein, and this is, like, uh, he's got to try to sound a little Jewish. Yeah, do like a do. Oh, okay, fine. <clears throat> do an uncut gems or whatever accent, right? Is that the movie with Adam Sandler? Yeah. yeah. Look at me, I know movies. <laughs> how do I do a Jewish accent? A Jew asking how to do a Jewish accent is great. Uh, before, uh, I don't know how to do this. Uh, before I ask my question, <laughs> I would like to apologize for being late, but I, but I had to speak with one, one of my Ibsen's old classmates for a story. <clears throat> this, question is, clamped. this question is regarding a statement by Charles Ibsen to the uh, Seminole Weekly News. Ibsen said Jews were cheap and helped kill Jesus. Uh, what is the team's stance on his statements? I, w- I would like to say this person also clears their throat and it's written in the script. Sorry, you had a lot of people, like a lot of clearing throat. Uh... Got, the, the cold is going around, I heard, in this script. Mm, two, uh, the 2001 post-morning <laughs> the after. <laughs> morning after draft flu. Uh, Ross, first of all, you are forgiven for being late. <laughs> Like Jackson, we will stand by our players. It is not my play, nor anyone on Coach Miller's staff, to place, uh, place to comment on Ibsen's personal. Now, see, you know, before when you personnel wrote personnel viewpoint. Now you still wrote personal personnel, but yeah, personal viewpoint. Uh, when he drafts or signs a player. We look on how they will help us on the field. Ibsen dropped to the second round for a reason. NFL, NFL draft expert Mel Kuyper Jr. said there were at least three teams that desperately needed a quarterback. Passed up on him to uh, passed up on him. Go to his racist comments. He may be a great great pro ball. Oh, <laughs> He may be a great pro, but why draft a player who has made anti-Semitic statements in the city with more Jews than in Israel? Ross, we can go back and forth on the issue, but when it is all said and done, Isman, Jackson, or any other player will be judged on their accomplishments on the field. Ibsen was one of the best players on the board, and sometimes it takes guts to make a pick that will improve your franchise even if it could be conceived as a public relations nightmare. We are the skulls. We have guts. <laughs> uh, Wilder goes up to the podium. GM Beckett and Coach Miller will take one last question today, and there will be a press conference Wednesday after the team's first workout. 
John. Okay. Try you try a little different accent now. Uh, Australian. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Just read it. John, how how is your relationship with the ownership? Over the past few weeks, the local papers have been said sources close to Pinter say you uh, could lose your job if the team doesn't get to a, get a solid effort out of our team at any time during the season. Yeah, I don't know. That was a good voice, but you should. Yeah, I guess because it's New York, you could do different New York. Like you do a Brooklyn accent. Hey, yo, John, what's your relationship to the ownership? Like, right? You do. You could do that something like that. What a way to end the press conference. As far as I know, ownership is happy with me. All I can say is we had a great draft, and we hope we can put out a product that our fans can be proud of. The lights go black. End scene. <laughs> now it's almost done. It's one more page, very quick. Uh, Miller and Beckett. But see, yeah, act one, scene three. So, like, would this continue on for like a whole full play? I guess, possibly. I guess, maybe. All right, so they're back in Beckett's office with the cardboard furniture, right? Beckett and Miller are talking about the press conference. The lights go up. How do you think the conference went? Actually, I think you handled Goldstein perfectly. Thanks. I think it helped that he showed up late. True. I think we may have a bigger problem now. What now? In an effort to take focus away from Isman, we may have dug ourselves into a hole with Pinter. Let's deal with that later and hope Goldstein does, does not kill us. Wait, does now yeah. kill you too badly in his column? Uh, okay, let's deal with that later and hope Goldstein does not kill us too badly in his column. Like you said, let's deal with one conflict at a time. Do you want to get some lunch at the diner around the corner oh, i told you relationship sparking what did i say okay good sure i will lock up and meet you at the diner okay do you want a table in the non-smoking or smoking section non-smoking see you in a minute they did not in 2001 there was no smoking and non-smoking section miller leaves the office <sighs> just another day at the office the lights go black, end scene. I disagree with my character's statement <laughs> that that um, I handled, like, uh, you know, well, I guess Miller said that Beckett handled the Goldstein thing perfectly. I don't think so. I don't think you can just go by what the player does on the field only. I didn't like what he was saying at the press conference, my character. I think he should have been a little bit more like – Listen, you know, he's going to – where he's going to some kind of program, he's changed. Like he's, You can't just say, like, well, he could do whatever he wants. He could run someone over with a car. But this was 2008. I mean, 2001, don't forget. So you're allowed to do that? You're allowed to this run people over with cars? No, but this is before cancel culture. I know. When I'm just saying. People I cared just didn't more like, about – I didn't like general like, manager Beckett's responses. I think you have to take into account – more than just what a person does on the field. I mean, I agree someone's going to take them, and I guess the guts of the New York skulls, like, to, you know, I don't know. 
that I mean, it comes to question. It's like at what point? Like, if you do win a championship, at what cost? Right. Exactly. This does bring up a lot, a lot of good points. I have to say. I mean, there's a lot, lot in here. <laughs> it could have been worse, I guess. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Thank you. But we didn't get much resolution. It was more like just telling no, the Goldstein, just, sit it's down. Just a, just a day in the life of um, Beckett and Miller, you know? Yeah, they're taking the fall for the, for the owner. I want to see what happens when they go to the diner. Oh, We should Jesus. keep going, make up a scene. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that was... Uh... Miller would say, you looked really suave up there in your suit, Beckett. I have to say, there was some Corey... Di- oh, yeah. <laughs> you too. Why don't you uh, loosen your tie, Miller? Relax a little bit. <laughs> uh, excuse me, gentlemen. Would you like something to eat? Or are you just here uh, a little after-hour comfort? What's going on, guys? Oh, you got- Do you have uh, good pies? I Usually diners have some fresh pies. Cherry pie is my favorite. Oh well, my god. I love cherry pie too. I remember my mother used to make cherry pie. I associate that smell with comfort and home. I like extra whipped cream. <laughs> Me too. I love extra whipped cream. Excuse well, me, waitress. What did you say? Did you have the cherry pie? We only have one slice left. Uh... Two forks, or would you like to share? Yeah, I'm if you are. I think we could share. Wait, aren't you from uh, that famous quarterback? The Skulls. I, yes, that's me. <laughs> I'm general manager now, and I've got guts. And I'm going to go get the man now. It takes guts. I'm going to make my move on Miller now. <laughs> That pitcher's a real asshole. He really put you guys in a bad situation. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize you were a football fan. Hey. Oh, hate the player. Hate the game, honey. We're always or wait, is it hate the player, don't hate the game? How does that expression no. go? No, you don't. No, the op- what you said first, I guess. Oh, you don't hate? Hate, hate the game, right? Hate the player. Hate- don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's, <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brandon is alive. Did you hear when Jackie Rachel didn't know Kevin Costner? <laughs> I've heard most of this. Again, I don't know how it's going to play with others. I'm a big fan. Who cares about others? Who are we doing this for? <laughs> All the performances. Of course, Corey in particular, the voices. <laughs> Keep going, though, please. I, I'm loving this improv. I think I'm all improv now for this particular scenario. <laughs> after uh, after we finish up this pie, what do you say we go back to my place? Could watch some um, more tape for get ready for the game. I have a big screen TV. <laughs> Miller is speechless. <laughs> I'd like to see what that uh, nice suit looks like on my floor. Oh, we're going to your place now? Okay, <laughs> you guys a check. You didn't even bring us the pie yet. 
Tori, what do you say? You write, you write some more of this. They don't have to be in a relationship. But what do you say? Mood. <laughs> yeah, they don't have to be. <laughs> uh, no, I think um, it's, it's, it's a different part of my life. I... <laughs> but imagine then what happens. They start a relationship, and all of a sudden, one of them cheats with Pinter. I guess that's one way to keep your job, right? Oh, yeah, so maybe Miller's the one worried about the job, right? I guess they both are, right? I guess. Well, well Miller seemed both to... on thin ice. Yeah, yeah. Um, on... Beckett seemed to be a little bit more sure of himself. Yeah, he's a freaking star quarterback. He's like the, the – gave them their only franchise's Super Bowl. I mean, he's a legend. People the, – the people love him. The fans of the New York Skulls, I mean – I wonder what this um, what their logo looks like. What are their colors? I'm imagining a skull. I'm imagining a skull <laughs> as well, like like skull and crossbone skull, like the emoji skull. No, more like a. I feel like it's it's a logo for something already, uh, but I just can't think of what. It's got like three kind of like lines, like where like the mouth would be. And then, like, a skull. I feel oh. like it's some TV show or something. Oh, or, like, a brand, like a, um, a skateboarding brand or something? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Let me... Well, there's Skull Candy, which is a brand. Skull mm. logos. Okay. Did you have colors in mind with these skulls? It seems like a black... Like, it seems like a black and gray type, right? Yeah. Oh, it's a Punisher skull that I'm thinking of. Oh, is that a wrestling thing? It's like this. No? Oh, that's a superhero thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, it's some, it's something Corey likes thing. Do you have a shirt with that on it? No. Hmm. Surprising. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that was a delightful surprise. <laughs> the script. <laughs> yeah. See. <laughs> I didn't know if anyone had any other ideas or anything. Um, One hell of an episode to edit. <laughs> Corey's gonna be like redoing his lines for the accent. I can get that accent better. <laughs> no, you should see he does that. He redid his song. He had to sing for one line. He redid it and edited it in. I could totally tell. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Why? You don't. He's so vain. <laughs> You're so vain. You know that song, Rachel? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so Corey, you're gonna get typing and write up some more stuff? No. Uh, I think Brandon should write part two of this. Uh, oh, yeah, well, Brandon was gonna write little things for us to perform too, right? Corey, I, I told you what we're gonna do. That's true. If anyone would like to commission Corey to write a story, no, no, Corey, why are you shaking your head? After hearing, you know, visually or audibly or whatever the hell I just said, I don't think it most likely would come out very good. But in these rough times, you know, I guess extra work, you know, I guess I can't say no, but we'll see. Oh, he's gonna charge you, so I don't know, but. Just send an email over to you don't know Jackie podcast at gmail.com. Remember to check us out on Instagram. You don't know Jackie. You don't want to know Corey. You can also 
uh, listen to Corey's other podcast, the Workshoot Wrestling Podcast. Usually they have uh, episodes every week, different days, Thursdays, sometimes a Saturday episode will drop, you know, that's uh, all, all the wrestling news you can get. Um, that's at Workshoot Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, thanks to James for our music. You can go to noburdenmusics.com. Uh, thanks, uh, Brandon, for joining us uh, today. Yeah, I don't know if he joined us, did he? <laughs> you're just going to force him to join? You're going to somehow, the little bit he said, you're going to get it in there? That's true. Okay, bye. Bye. Later, guys. Corey, go work on your accents. Absolutely. Want more range next time. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this one really confuses me. I well, I was muted, but yeah, like when when Corey was trying on all the different accents, I was like, I was cracking up. Yeah. I when know. he started, I think it was an attempt at an Australian accent, or he didn't even know what he was doing, and then of course, female Corey. <laughs> I thought you guys took that improv scene further than most would have. Not terrible. Thank you. Good. Very good. That is Brandon's Cisco uh, and Ebert uh, review. Not terrible. But see, you did have to read it without having read it before, because how funny was it like, he's a white man in his 50s. Of oh, shocker, shocker, shocker. <laughs> Like the next character is black, like it's like, oh, okay. Like, you don't get those reactions not reading right. it, right? You know what I mean? Right.